You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School presented by Privy. And a big thank you to our co-sponsors of the show, Suna and Hashtag Paid. You know what the biggest problem is with influencer marketing? Finding creators. You gotta search and scroll through thousands of them before you find them that makes sense. Not anymore. Hashtag paid is the first matchmaking tool for brands and creators. All you gotta do is build your campaign and hashtag paid is gonna pair you with 10 creators who show interest in your brand. They'll even send you mini pitches to help you pick your final roster. From there, you just hit the launch button. See which content creators are waiting to connect with you. Sign up at the link in the show notes. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So we are less than 60 days until the big day. And of course, we've been doing tons of episodes on how to prep for BSEM. But today, we want to hone in specifically about how to think about your creator and influencer relationships and how to best use those for Black Friday. So of course, I'm back with Kelsey Burdett, who runs partnerships over at Hashtag Paid. Welcome back, Kelsey. Thank you. Excited for this one. BFCM is our Super Bowl, so we've got lots of good stuff to share. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, how should brands be thinking about creators and, and Black Friday? Well, my first tip is, you know, the adage, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is today. Same rule applies with BFCM. It's crazy to me that we start thinking about it in April and May of every year. I know. It's depressing, <laughs> but it's critical. Is it ever? And so my point in bringing that up is that really BFCM prep as it pertains to creators should really begin in August, September, or October. By the time November rolls around, most creators are locked up. They've got their plans. They know their content schedules, so on and so forth. So what I'm going to do in this episode is break down for those of you that have done a little prep or even for future years, what would I be doing in September, October? And then for everybody else, there are still some actionable takeaways for the November people. And so hopefully you get something out of that. That's actually really helpful because I think in owned marketing, like all of our prep is around anchoring around what your offer is going to be, like whether it's a product drop or a bundle, you know, or site-wide sale. And then it's about like teeing up the assets, your website, your email SMS, that stuff actually like if you find yourself November 15th with nothing, you know, prepped, like you can still execute on that. So I, I appreciate that this is actually a little bit more forward thinking and, and requires earlier prep. So that's why we're doing it now. Yeah, you appreciate it because you're not under the gun. I know a lot of people will feel the pressure, but yeah, we'll make the best of it for sure. Awesome. So yeah, you know, it's October now, August, September, hopefully you were doing some of this, but Let's think about the next 60 days. Like, how would you structure the calendar for creator marketing for BFCM? Totally. So I have a couple of tips and then some more actionable takeaways that we'll get into. The first tip is actually a mindset shift. And so if you've heard any of the other podcasts that we've done together, you'll know that testing creator profiles is incredibly important. One other nuance when it comes to BFCM and the holidays in general is not just who is buying my product or service for themselves, but also who will be gifting my product or service. And so when it comes to creator marketing, you may not, like if you're, you know, a traditionally women's product, you know, maybe it's a, a beauty brand of some sort, you may also want to be targeting partners. You also may want to be targeting parents or grandparents or anyone who would be giving this gift to anyone during the holidays. 
We actually found last year that we ran a male-focused campaign with a lot of like beauty products from Sephora, and it took off because a lot of men last minute were scrambling, trying to think of gifts. And so to have a guy that looks like them and, and is talking about a similar situation to what they're in, it really did resonate. That's tip number one, is now expand your thinking beyond just who my customer is, but also who will be my customer for the holidays. And then bucket two is bulk content. So we all know the rule of seven, where a person needs to hear about your brand seven times before they're ready to pull the trigger on making a purchase. The best way you can do that is through this authentic planting of seeds in October and in November leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And the best thing you can do is contract creators up front for all this content test all kinds of different stories or messages in that content. And then my personal favorite is following up each of those organic posts with paid amplification through creator licensed ads or even your own branded ads within 48 hours of that content going live. You're building that familiarity so that when you do, Ben, to your point, you know, three weeks later, hit them with that offer or that incentive, they're already primed and ready to go. You've spent almost no money because CPMs were way cheaper back then, and you're in a better position to actually convert that customer. Why do you think it's important to turn it into a promoted post like within 48 hours? Ah, because you're looking for the majority of that creator's audience will see the post within really 24 to 36 hours, depending on time zones. So it happens very quickly. And what you're trying to do is compound on that familiarity. The faster they can see the next mention of your brand, the better it will register in the brains of the consumer. And then the more likely you are to purchase at that seven touches or even maybe before, depending on the cost of your product. Got it. Got it. Got it. All about recall and recognition. That's the name of the game when everything's expensive. No, no. I mean, I even see it. Like I, I'm an email and SMS guy, right? But like I see, I think they're called whitelisted ads, right? They are. Yeah. So I see these whitelisted ads for brands. I very much know that I'm in their top of funnel. Maybe it's because I went to their website or, or something, or maybe it's just hitting me, you know, new at the top. And so I see that behavior. Um, where I'm getting hit multiple times from a whitelisted. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of brands doing this really well. And many, many more brands that will step into this arena and find tremendous success. And so, yeah, a general rule of thumb is is a quick double tap, right? Getting that ad in front of people as quickly as possible. And then the other thing I like is if your product requires a lot of education or if it's at a higher price point, people, again, are going to need more touch points before they pull the trigger. If we can get creators sharing different messaging that may resonate with different members of their audience more than others, you increase that surface area for luck in actually getting those customers to purchase. So I also like that creators often do like discounts or savings when you purchase in bulk. It's a great thing to negotiate with a lot of creators and it'll ultimately get you more purchases in the end. So definitely a strategy I would deploy. So how would that work? Like the creator is actually buying the product? No. No, not necessarily. So what will happen is like the cre- the brand will send the water bottle. That's what I'm picking for this example to the creator. And instead of purchasing a single video from the creator, they'll purchase four videos or four images or four whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the brand's buying in bulk. Yes. From the creator. Yeah. yeah which makes sense on the timeline that that you're kind of 
suggesting here where creators are focused on top of funnel awareness, trying to get seven touches across. Maybe it's one creator, multiple creators leading up to Black Friday before you hit them with, with what your, your hook for Black Friday. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Nice. Yeah. What else? What else is important for creator marketing leading up to Black Friday? So we'll set the scene. We're going to pretend it's November 1st and that we really have not done as much prep work as we maybe would have liked. Let's look at those last minute triggers that we can pull to try and get people over the line. So everyone thinks of offers and incentives. That's probably table stakes at this point, I hope, depending on the brand and what you stand for. Um, One thing I thought was really interesting, we saw for the first time last year with a couple of our brands, is brands actually teaming up to do bundled offers. And so they would basically promote them through a shared creator. And because it was a specific product or bundle, that creator could say like, oh, this is these are my two favorite products from these two different brands, buy them together, so on and so forth. What I like about that one is, yes, you're getting that first-time purchase, but many times with giveaways, the requirement to enter a giveaway is to follow both brands, and that way you now have organic social followers that you can retarget or remarket to over and over for months to come. And so it's a great way with that anticipation or excitement of the giveaway to actually grow your follower count too. I like that one. And I see so many brands partner up around giveaways and the way that they kind of distribute or announce that giveaway is just like they each post the same thing in the feed and it's like, follow all the brands and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, that's great. But I like the idea of announcing that through a creator. That's cool. Yeah. And it's so fun. And then again, you can take that content, that video, for example, of the creator talking about it, push that out in ads. And then all of a sudden you're doubling, tripling, quadrupling your reach. Not a bad setup. The other kind of tangent to this that I wanted to highlight are gift guides. To me, gift guides seemed so obvious. Like everyone wants to sponsor gift guides so that they can get added to creators' picks, for example. Most brands are not taking advantage of this. And so what I would highly recommend is all of the creators that you've loved working with over the past year, two years, however long, when they create their gift guides for the holidays, just send them extra products, send them product that isn't yet released yet, even pay to be part of those gift guides. I had a very small podcast last year and our following was like pretty minimal. We launched a couple gift guides and earned thousands of dollars in affiliate fees. So like people are searching for this stuff. And as long as you're positioning yourself in these guides to be found, I'm confident people will make lots of money from it. Yeah, that actually reminds me. I have a good family friend and she has a massive audience around paleo recipes and I constantly see that she's doing gift guides around holidays and I like the way that she does it. She's weaving in products that she has no relationship with that she really loves. Then she's also including some that are sponsored, which by the way, she also wouldn't do unless she's used these products. So, and it it feels very natural. And every time I ask her about it, she says that the gift guides for her crush it in terms of engagement and some can be done through the stories and teased out through stories, through the feed, et cetera. So I think it, yeah, that's a that's a really clever idea. Like a lot of these folks are going to be doing that anyways around gift guides. Totally, totally. Even think about the affiliate game. You might not pay a single cent 
to get featured in this gift guide. But if you give the creator some sort of incentive, 20% off, a gift with purchase, whatever that is, with a little kickback, that's an amazing way. If, if a creator's audience is already somewhat familiar with you because of the paid posts you've done in the past, this could be a totally unsponsored way to get people engaging. Yeah, I like it. So we talk about you know anchoring our, around the offer for everything you, you do around Black Friday not making it too confusing, sticking to one, maybe two like hooks for Black Friday. It sounds like your stance from creator marketing is that these things are really consistent across what you're asking of creators. It's a way for you to amplify these things, get additional touches on your existing audience or new new audience, as opposed to like completely separate uh, offers. Yeah, we definitely want to go to market with a unified message. We don't want to confuse anyone. We also want to increase our likelihood of success with that specific offer and incentive. Think of your creators as your megaphone. Whatever's going on, they'll help get the word out in a way more authentic way. So yeah, definitely agree. Unified message. I like it. Awesome. Well, Kelsey, this was another great episode. Good tips on on how to think about using the creators you already have at this point is probably most likely for executing and and amplifying the message for BFCM. So hopefully everyone takes some of these ideas and puts them into practice. And uh, Kelsey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. 